Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, it's good great, morning. great seeing you today. It's Tuesday, uh, the 27th of July. Uh, we're taping ahead a little bit ahead of time, as we always do, but uh, that's the date we're going to be broadcasting this one. And uh, uh, we both have had a little bit of time of uh, vacation with our families. Yes, uh, such a that, sweet time. And too. that was fine. And you went on a road trip and you saw relatives, right? We did. We, we, we spent every 4th of July, well, except for last year with COVID, um, down on the eastern shore in Maryland with Dan's side of the family and all of the brothers and all of the you know cousins and children get together. And I found out I can still water ski. And oh, nice. that nice. was good. I was a little hesitant to try it again after having not in a couple of years, but did you, it do was you, successful. Do, do you slalom or just uh, two skis? I used to. Um, I don't know if I still could. I did not get the guts to try that this time. I was just happy that I could still get up and, and cut through the wake and enjoy playing. <laughs> so we had a really, really good time though. So we were down on the Eastern shore, a lot of picking crabs and kayaking and out on the boat, water skiing and tubing and uh, fun family devotional times. Got to see Josh and Emily too. And it was just a great time together. That's nice. Uh, when I was a kid um, uh, in, uh, we were, I lived up, uh, grew up in uh, Valparaiso, Indiana. Uh, and my dad was a surgeon in Illinois. So he commuted mm -hmm. back and forth. And uh, he was uh, part of the, what's called the, the Illinois uh, Water Ski Association. Mm -hmm. um, and he was, he was outstanding uh, slalom racer and, and ski jumper. And so I'm a, I'm a little kid uh, learning how to ski, learned how to ski. Um, and I became a champion uh, water skier. That's amazing. Uh, at age five, <laughs> six, and seven. And in Chicago, uh, there's a, a place called Buckingham Fountain. Mm -hmm. uh, which is right next to the water where the, basically there's uh, a marina there. Um, right. And the boats are out moored uh, in the, um, they're not at, at docks, but they're moored, in, you know, down to uh, buoys. So uh, it's called Venetian Night in Chicago, mm -hmm. and it's in August. Uh, and a million plus people come down and watch the show. Uh, oh wow! At Venetian night, and they clear out all the boats, and there's a parade, and then there's and, and so on. So um, I I went I was a water skier for a Venetian night uh, as a little little kid, and That's great. Uh, the two things I did was uh, we started the show with uh, a V, um, and I was the flag flag torch bearer on the front in the front of the V. Right. Uh, so we there were seven of us. As we a have, little five year old. <laughs> yeah. So we have we have seven we have seven ropes, you know, and seven mm -hmm. of us have to, you know, and we had to practice. So we, because if one of us fell, that was it, you know. That you know, <laughs> so we we had to make sure. And then um, I had a shtick, uh, 
a little little uh, Richie Case, um, and <laughs> I could I I learned how to do uh, tricks on a disc. Really? Uh, and on a on a disc, there's no uh, keel. It's completely flat. Um, so I'm water skiing oh, wow. on a disc, completely flat, which is tricky all by itself. Uh, oh, I bet. Because if you make a little bit of a dip, you're going to go in the water, you know. So, um, but what I did, so, so I go out and do this show, and I take a stool, mm-hmm. um, and I get up on the disc, put the stool on it, and then I sit on, stand on the stool, and I'm doing circles, and I'm going over the wake, and I'm doing back, and no uh, way. that was uh, little Richie Case, uh, you know, doing his thing in a, in a, before a million people at Venetian night, you know, water skiing. So, oh my goodness! One, one of the I one of one it. of the things that I, that I did. <laughs> yeah, I was I was never that impressive, <laughs> but I could slalom, and I do, and I can still get up on skis. I was proud of myself for that. But it makes me think, you know, all of my kids I've taught to water ski. Oh, nice. And um, and actually all of their cousins on Dan's side of the family, you know, we had the little trainer skis where they were joined together. And and so lots of sweet memories out on the Chesapeake. Did, they, did your, did your kids ski. Uh, water ski? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, nice. So lots of fun. Yeah. Caleb was the most fun probably to teach because he just, you've met Caleb. Um, Everybody else hasn't one of these days you have to, but there's just something about Caleb. But he was one of those who, it didn't matter what was going on. He just felt the water and he responded. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, a butterfly went by and he'd look at the <laughs> butterfly. He'd sit down on the back of his skis and then he'd stand up when he, and just with a joy. Everything was a smile. You couldn't knock him off if you tried. He just was skiing and doing his thing. That's neat. So always fun to see. But yeah, and memories. On our July uh, vacation, we went to the Biltmore um which is a, a big, uh, beautiful, actually it's the largest private home in uh, the world, uh, 165,000 square feet house. Uh, wow. And it's, it's just magnificent uh, and on the grounds here. And it's, it was built in 1895 by the Vanderbilts and, mm-hmm. uh, and they've kept it in the family, still in the family. Uh, wow. And they open up the house now for public uh, viewing. They don't live there anymore. Um, and they put a hotel on the property that we go to, and so we went with my whole family. It was my wife's birthday, Linda. I was uh, going to say you were celebrating. This ce- was a big birthday. Celebrating for her, her birthday, too, right? uh, big yeah. birthday, seventy years old, and so we yeah. had a great time. But um, they had fireworks, and I was telling, as I was telling you a little bit before, that um, they're going to have it on the grounds. Um, so I go down to the desk uh, and say, "Okay, where's the best place, you know, for me to uh, watch the fireworks?" And and, and then this lady looks at me like, what are you talking about? Um, I said, well, where, you know, where should we watch the fire? He said, sir, Rich, go back to your room. Uh, <laughs> they upgraded us to this gigantic suite, uh, Linda and I, for no extra cost. It was just a pure, pure gift of God. Uh, and, of course, our whole family gathered there. Um, and, uh, and she said, you have the premier spot of anybody in the entire place watching this show. So just go go, go back there. So we go back (laughs) and the fireworks are no more than 200 yards away being shot off for for 20 minutes. And they go up in the air, of course, and then they're on the ground. And 
and the whole thing was was you know whenever something special like that's happened where I've seen a lot of fireworks show right but never that close um and never that spectacular right right in our window oh. you know uh, so we and our whole family what we, a we were just we were just overwhelmed by it so uh we we were blessed by by that had a great time at the uh, at their place, and I even went horseback riding. So, oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> well, um, my horse was uh, independent, and um, <laughs> uh, he, uh, the the lady who's leading us said, "Oh, yeah, he's a rebel." Um, and so he would uh, he was he had an itch uh, on both sides of his uh, you know shoulder, so he would uh -huh. turn he would turn around. Uh, and be chewing on his shoulder, and of course my stirrups are there. So he he decided to chew on my ankles. Oh no! You know, oh no! You know, and it didn't bite me. He just chew, it was just you know nibbling yeah. on it. You know, and just uh, mouthing yeah. it. More. And so um, we go on this trail, uh, and she tells us, she said, if if the uh, horse goes off trail, uh, let him go, mm -hmm. uh, because he's got to relieve himself, and then he's he'll come back. Uh, and don't, inter don't, don't interfere. Okay. Okay. Uh, now did you have a trail guide while you have were a trail, going? A trail guide. Okay. She's leading okay. us. So, uh, and she said, by the way, um, along the trail, don't let him eat the grass cause we feed him, and we don't want him eating the grass. So <laughs> my horse, it stops. Uh -huh. I'm going off trail. He goes off trail. He does not relieve himself at all. He just. Uh, stoops down and takes this gigantic clump of grass in his mouth <laughs> and he's almost like looking at the guide like i got you again oh um, honey uh i i know what i know what i'm doing i know what you're doing um and i could get this grass i even though you know i'm not supposed to and you know and she's just said let him go he's a rebel you know he's a rebel we had it we had a, we had, our whole family went on the thing so it was it was fun <laughs> That's great. And Josh and Aiden had a good time too. Then. Yeah, yeah, they really did. Yep, uh, went skeet shooting, uh, uh, went fishing, fly oh, fish, fly fishing. So yeah, that, that was. We quite, did some fishing right. down at the bay too. Did yep. you? What, what do you? What do you catch down there? Um, not a whole lot. Catfish more than anything, okay. and then a lot of these little ones. I tell you, for years. I mean, we've been going down here for twenty plus years as a family, and um, for years we have gone fishing and had like zero success until the last couple of years, even to the point that truly the first fish we ever caught, although you watch them jumping through the water there, the first fish we successfully caught jumped into our boat while we were watching. <laughs> oh, <man. So, laughs> that's the way to catch that, a fish. That's, that's kind of the way we fish, although we have finally gotten better at choosing bait. So now um, the, um, my me, I guess they would be my second cousin's, um, one of my niece's um, children is really good at fishing. So seven years old and she puts the rest of us to shame. Um, but she's always catching catfish or something. And everybody else, you know, Caleb comes up with a fish that's three inches long and, and Juliana's got a big catfish that she's reeled in. So that's kind of how it goes. <laughs> Funny, you know, who's uh, the best fisherman in our family is Linda. Is it really? <laughs> she, we, and we were doing fly fishing, you know. So she's she's actually a good fly fisherman. That's, and, uh, there's an art to there that. Is, there is yeah. an art to that. Uh, and she likes it. She's she's good at it. She loves fishing. Oh, good for 
Um, I don't quite have, I, I'm okay at it, but I don't have the patience to sit there, you know, for hours right. to fly, to fish. You know? I don't, I don't either. You know, it, it'll hold my attention for literally a few minutes right. and then I'm done. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Um, well, as we're, you know, discussing God's will, um, you know, we've been in Deuteronomy 28, uh, talking about the promises of the covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing, and in the fine print of Deuteronomy 28, um, uh, and it starts out uh, with a uh, if-then statement. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, "I'm I'm going to deliver the covenant to you," and that's Deut- you know we we went through uh, Genesis 12 one to two, and there's Genesis 17 reiterating it. Um, and then as we get into the fine print of it, there's uh, a if-then statement. Mm-hmm. And he says, if, and by the way, in Scripture, as you know, anytime you see an if, this is now conditional. Right. Uh, and uh, so he lays out the condition. He says, if, and in the Hebrew it says this, if you hear my voice mm-hmm. and then follow me, be obedient to me, Mm-hmm. then these these blessings that I'm promising you will overtake you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two the two elements of that uh, is our role, uh, because the covenant remember is an agreement. Right. Uh, it's a two way deal, uh, uh, and it would be similar again. The what I try to help explain to people is that um, if you're selling your house. Uh, you have an agreement. There's a contract that everybody signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pass an inspection period, and then you go to closing. Um, right. And at that moment, they hand you the money, and you hand them the deed to your house. Mm-hmm. You've done the transaction. Um, now, if you sell it, everybody's agreed to it, and you're ready to deliver that deed. Because you you own it and you have it right. and you're ready you're ready to deliver it, but they don't show up at closing with their money. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't receive the blessing of that house because they haven't fulfilled their piece of it. Right. They said they would, but they they didn't show up with the money. So mm-hmm. you hold the deed. Now you still want to give it away. You still want to sell it, but you can't do it to this party because they didn't show up. Right. So that as God uh, helps us, illustration. yeah, He helps us understand the covenant is, I'm ready to deliver the deed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm showing up at closing, but you got to show up. Right. And in order for you to show up, the if then is you got to hear what I have to say, mm-hmm. and then follow what I have to say. Right. Uh, and then that qualifies you to uh, receive. You know what I'm going to do it, and he said, interesting enough, these blessings which I'm promising are going to overtake you, and the word right. there is they're going to come from behind, mm-hmm. and they're going to uh, overwhelm you as you're as you're focused on walking with me. Right, and I love I've heard you speak on this before, and that idea of them coming from behind and overtaking that means we're not pursuing the blessing. Right, 
And so, you know, it maybe even speak a little bit into that because I do think sometimes we tend to chase the blessing. Yes. And that's not at all what is going on in this case. That's no. not what is described. No, because he says, interesting enough, if you turn around and you focus on the blessing that I'm saying is coming, it stops it all. Right. Because you've stopped the condition, which is, which is yeah. hearing and following. So that... Uh, in our context of God's will, that's what we're trying to say is so critical is it's about hearing mm-hmm. and following. Yes. Because he's got a, he's got a, um, uh, a path for us to walk into. And the focus is, okay, now what? Now mm-hmm. what? What do you have to show, show me now? What do you have to speak to me now? Uh, give me the power to be obedient. And while I'm doing that, see, and, 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 and I try to describe it this way, is he's trying to get you in the right place with the right people at the right time. Mm-hmm. Why? So the blessing can overtake you. I got to get you to the right spot. Because, see, blessing in our life is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... It's circumstantial. It's things that happen in our life, both internally. Uh, it can be freedom, right? So if we're if we're in unforgiveness or an and we talked a lot about anger, mm-hmm. um, God can free you from that, uh, and that's part of the of the God's will and blessing. But it also is things in life, uh, and they'll overtake us. So right. He says you got to discover my will. Uh, how do you do that? Well, you got to hear and follow. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, and do you have a heart to do that? Uh, so, uh, it's so critical, uh, as we understand God's will, because it's not what most people think, uh, as I've asked people, do you have a heart to follow God's will? <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of times the answer is not really. Right. Uh, why not? Well, there's two reasons why not. One, um, I haven't had a really good life. I've mm-hmm. had a lot of issues in my life. I've had a lot of things. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a trust that's been broken or that they don't, that they have not developed. With yeah. God. Because I think, I thought that, that I was God's child and um, I should have all these blessings because of that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get them. So I'm not sure about that. And secondly, <laughs> uh, which is uh, to me always a funny one, uh, is... If I do, mm-hmm. I'm afraid he's going to ask me to do something that I absolutely don't want to do. Yeah. I hear that all the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. you know, that I'm going to have to go be a missionary or I'm going to have to give up my uh, income and I'm going to have to go work for, you know, work in a church and um, uh, whatever it is, I'm not going to like it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and God says, well, you got it all backwards. Uh, is and, it, and this is what. Kathy and I want to keep reiterating is, see, God's will isn't really about you. It's Mm -hmm. about us being with him. Because what he Mm -hmm. wants to do, he said, my will is about what I'm going to do for you. Um, And the things I'm going to walk you into, which, by the way, because of the kingdom of God, uh, is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Where I walk you. We'll be joyful, we'll be peaceful, we'll be shalom, we'll be favor. Right. And by the way, this is why we're talking about the covenant, is it's the basis of the relationship, is mm-hmm. I'm going to bless you. Now, again, we want to we put a disclaimer. It's not about wealth. 
Right. And it's not a prosperity uh, gospel. It's mm-hmm. it's the truth of God saying, I will bless you, which does include financial freedom. Mm-hmm. But the focus isn't on, well, give me the stuff. Right. It's, I'm going to enjoy walking with you because it's going to be spectacular. Right. Um, and I can hardly wait to be part of that. And, and God is, uh, you know, giving that uh, freedom mm-hmm. uh, and that beauty, you know, to that, uh, to be able to uh, uh, express his love for us. And, but it is dependent. So um, mm-hmm. a question uh, that actually has come up um, uh, in the, uh, one of the uh, uh, listeners uh, they said, how can believers be at enmity with God when we are God's adopted children, heirs of the covenant promise, which we're talking about, mm-hmm. and our names are written on the, in the book of life? Uh, enmity means in opposition to or hostile to. When we are living in the flesh, is God at war with us, disciplining us, or calling us back into walking with him? Um, could you explain this again? You know, and we've talked a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a great uh, question, though, and I think we sounds like we do need to take it further because there's still some confusion out there on it. Right, right. Um, so, uh, Kathy, if you would, uh, go ahead and um, uh, read Romans again, uh, 8, 5 to 8. Read Romans 8, 8 5, 5 to 8. 8. Yeah. Um, let me just pull that up. Sorry, I was not prepared for that one. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, We're kind of doing this uh, ad hoc, so Kathy will get it for us. Okay, Romans 8, 5 to 8. For those who live according to the flesh set their mind on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So uh, he's talking to believers. Um, And remember, the context here is Paul's describing the um, uh, problem in Romans 7 Mm -hmm. that I try to do things that I would like not to do, and I do things that I don't like doing. Um, and I said, he says, I find a law working uh, that even though I have a heart, and he actually describes it as my will. My right. will is to do the right thing. He says, I find a problem with that. Um, mm-hmm. And that is that um, I can't do it. Mm, uh, right. and there's an operational situation that my flesh is going to win the day if I'm trying to do it in the flesh and on my own, because mm-hmm. that's, that's the way we're built. Uh, even as a believer, uh, we have Christ in us, but we still have this issue of the flesh of the carnal. Uh, so he asked a question and again, in 725, who can save me from this awful situation? Mm-hmm. Um, and as we've described before, if his answer was not nothing, he would have just stopped writing. Right. He would have just said, good luck, everybody. And we'll see you in heaven. Uh, he said, well, thank goodness it's Christ Jesus. And then he goes into Romans eight mm-hmm. to describe what it means to follow God, right. uh, and the requirement of it, which by the way is Deuteronomy, uh, 28, one and two. 
Uh, and he says here that you just read, he says that when you put your flesh and your mind and your operational uh, living in the carnal, which is, again, keep it simple as we understand this, and that is I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. Um, on, on all levels so that yeah. uh, even, even the good stuff, well, I would like to overcome this addiction that I have. I would like to mm-hmm. stop being so angry. I would like to learn forgiveness. I would like right. to, uh, you know, uh, do. I'd like to work for the church. I'd like to volunteer for the church. I, you know, all these things. He says, "Well, if you do any of that on your own, you're going to fail." Um, and he says, "What, what position you get into?" is you put to death the the power of the spirit mm-hmm. like Adam and Eve did that they had it and then they lost it and actually this is where the sin nature comes from is because it, mm-hmm. it now means that they didn't have the holy spirit so you said you're putting that to death as if it doesn't function and and this question comes up is you're at enmity mm-hmm. against God and you cannot please God uh so this word enmity, which is correctly defined here, is you're hostile to mm-hmm. and working against God. And by the way, he's working against you. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, now go to uh, Galatians 5, 1 to 4. Um, uh, and uh, see if you can uh, read that one. Uh, Galatians 5, 1 to 4. Okay. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from Christ, and you who would be justified by the law, you who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. Yeah. Uh, so he, uh, in this context, he's talking about freedom. Mm-hmm. And he says, if you set up your own requirement, uh, and again, he's talking about uh, we're going to decide on our own mm-hmm. how we think we should live things out. Right. Um, and it's at that purest level, um, even with the greatest of intentions. Yeah, and like you said before, even doing good things. Yeah, even know, volunteering even doing, at a church, volunteering to help other people, you know, all kinds of things that are good even. That's right. Yeah. And that's why this truth is so absolute because it's not a gradation. Mm-hmm. Um it's a bi it's called what I call binary. Uh and the binary request by God is either you've decided at whatever level that is, even with the greatest of intentions. Mm-hmm that I'm going to go do my thing based upon my best thought of what I want to do. Right. Including I'm going to work at being more loving. I'm going to work at being more patient, mm-hmm. which by the way, you can't do. Right. Um, because he says uh, what happens is the self is now running your life. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is by definition, you're not walking with me. Right. Because the other side of the binary equation is, well, are you surrendered to me? Are you walking uh, with me being the king Mm -hmm. and you being in the kingdom, surrendering your will 
And your will is simply, I'll just go with you. Yeah. Which means what? Well, um, I got to hear what he has to say. That's what abiding is all about and the walk in the mm-hmm. spirit. And again, it's not a hokey thing. It's not a strange thing that only a few people have is that uh, God will speak in a beautiful way to everybody in a unique way. Mm-hmm. Um, hear my voice. I'll instruct you, God speaking, and then follow me. Uh, and by the way, I'll give you the power to follow me because I put my Holy Spirit within you. It really is down to, do you have a heart to go? Right. Um, if you don't, then you're at enmity against me. Okay, now the yeah. question is, well, how can that be? Mm-hmm. Um, because we're, we're children of the, of the covenant. We're children of, of God's uh, family. Um, and he says, yes, um, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Um, you will be with me in eternity because you have right. made that so None of that is at risk. None of that is at risk. And Paul talks about that, that you could, yeah. you could waste you your whole life clarify. and everything, everything yeah. could be burned up. This is in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Uh, but hey, you, you you get to be with him. Uh, that's mm-hmm. true. Uh, and by the way, uh, God is is with you. Uh, right. And the invitation, see, and this is why we say the kingdom of God is just a step away. The invitation is, well, how about now? Right. Um, because otherwise, because of the flesh, that God can't now be leading your life. By mm-hmm. definition, he says, I can't deliver to you the deed. Right. I, can't, I can't deliver to you the covenant because you've decided you're going to go off on your own. And, and it's a both and. Yep, yeah. you're my child. Go yeah, ahead. And as you're talking about that, I can't help but think about, um, you know, and I know you've talked about this too, just that we really need to come to a place where we accept that God's word is 100% true. Right. And if you truly believe that, and then you go back to John 15 and you see, you know, apart from him, we can do nothing, nothing. (laughs) If we believe that to be true, that also plays into what we're talking about here is that, you know, if we're working it in our own power, on our own strength of our own accord, our own ideas, our only our own logic, all of those things, we can do nothing. His word is true. So is that where we want to be? Yep. You know, we can see why that's at enmity with him because he has designed us and gifted us with the opportunity to walk in his power. And when we do walking with him and whatever it is he's calling us to do is a joy. It is not a heavy burden. Right. right. He is, you know, there is not, there's so many indicators that we can see, oh, I'm not walking with him because this is, this is what I'm looking like. I am worn out. Right. I'm absolutely tired and I can't do this anymore. Guess what? You're not using the power of the Holy Spirit. No. You're no. walking at enmity, possibly in good things. Yes. Um, and the, uh, and see, we can't attribute uh, a characteristic to God that, well, you should take care of me anyway. Um, because I've, I've accepted you as my Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. and you say that I'm, I'm your child, so shouldn't you take care of me? Um, and okay. he says, well, part of the element of life with God mm-hmm. is free will. Yeah. Uh, is I, I want you to love me 
out of your heart to learn to follow me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to force you to it. And, and I can't let you be God because right. if, if and, and this is something that we all need to understand, if God, if you said, eh, I'm going to go do my own thing, would you please do this? And let's say God did it. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Then we would, that would be reinforced and we would continue to do our own and we, thing. And we and would continue to bless it. Now, now we flip it. See, mm-hmm. okay, God, then be my genie in the sky. Yes. And I want, yeah. and I expect, and, I, and, and because mm-hmm. of our self, this is interesting, because of our self-centered nature, it, we would become more self-centered. Yeah. Uh, actually with, hey, look at the power I've got because God's taking care of me and I can do whatever I want. And see, God right. says, I love you so much. I can't let you be God. Right. Um, and if you choose. And that truly is out of love and grace because he sees and knows so much more than we do. Right. And if he, you know, it'd be like if you let your kid who really wanted to go run across the street, um, run across the street when you could see the car flying up the road and he didn't see it. And you said, oh, but you want that, just go. You know, when they don't, we don't see it all. We can't expect um, yeah, <laughs> I don't even that's know right. how to finish that thought. That, that's right. <laughs> uh, and the, um, uh, and see, because of it, uh, there is the, if then, mm-hmm. um, I need you to be uh, willing to follow me. And remember, it's not even being obedient per se. It's has a heart to hear and follow. Yeah. Cause he said, I'll give you the strength, the power to follow me. And it's okay mm-hmm. that there's even a, a, a dialogue about that or that I'm struggling with this or this is a hard thing for me to do. And he said, that's okay. He said, what I really mm-hmm. want, see, is set your mind, it says, on the spirit. Right. And that's what he's talking about is do you have a heart to go? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, by, and how about now? Um, I was just with a, a guy uh, that I get introduced to. He's a very high-powered executive um, on a worldwide uh, company. And he um, is so connected. When I met with him, this is the first time I met with him, uh, I said, you know, what'd you do? What have you, you been doing? You know, and he said, well, yesterday I was with the president of Mexico. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and he shows me the picture. You know, here, this is him and me, you know, and we're, at, okay, you know, you're a big shot, you know, and uh, – <laughs> And he's a, he's a Christian guy, and he has been a, a, a believer for, I don't know, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's been to church, and he's written things, and he's taught Sunday school. And um, being a child of God is not a question. Right. Uh, I said, well, what, what is it that you wanted to meet me about? He says, I'm really discouraged. Mm. Um, something's not right. Uh, I don't have any peace. Uh, I don't have excitement. Um, the world's really going south. Um, I'm not happy. Um, God's promises aren't being fulfilled for me. Um, and I don't know why. Mm. And somebody said that you, you know. Uh, I said, yeah, I said, I do. I said, now, by the way, uh, I guarantee you, if you have a heart to go, 
that God will resolve all this for you and get you mm-hmm. back to a place of enjoying life again. Right. I said, I don't know. I don't know exactly what. Right. Um, and it could be, by the way, that he even asks you to stop doing some stuff um, or to move in a different different place or to stop traveling so much. And I, I, I just threw a few things out. I said, I don't know yet, but God will get you to the place of, right. of righteousness, peace, and joy if you have a heart to go. And by the way, I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, you can guarantee this. Yeah, I can guarantee it. He said, how mm-hmm. can you guarantee it? I said, because... Uh, that's what it says in the Bible, which you, by the way, believe, right? Yep, I do. Uh, And then secondly is um, I've learned because I was at the same place you were, is Mm -hmm. something was wrong. I didn't understand it. Uh, I knew the Bible. I'm a believer. I teach it, but something's wrong. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's when I learned how how to abide and to walk with him and say, you know what? I don't want to be at enmity against God. Um, I'm going to learn to follow it um, and see what God is trying to say to all of us is, I know you don't have a lot of marketers out there showing you that this Mm -hmm. is true. Most people out there are saying life is tough um, and this covenant stuff I don't don't think is real. Mm -hmm. Um, And all I can say is I understand that. But would you be willing? to try a different way, uh, as this uh, lady gave this question of, how do I reconcile those things of being an mm-hmm. enmity against God and being a child of God? <clears throat> uh, and it's, it's basically our choice. Right. And he says, I'll deliver the covenant. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is don't be at enmity against me. And how would you not be at enmity against me? Why don't you just come with me? Right. Uh, that's it. See, that's all that's required. Uh, right. Now, we tend to think, well, I better do it right. I better do it right. I better do it right. No. He says, I'm not asking to be perfect. Yeah. It's about your flesh. It's about uh, are you putting to death through surrender mm-hmm. your flesh and then allowing me to guide you and lead you into the covenant life, which, by the way, as you experience that, and, and what's, what's the requirement? you got to be with him. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? You and I have talked about that. Abiding. Yeah. Um, when? All the time. Um, which means you're going to walk with him, and he'll give you the power to follow what he, what he wants you to do to get you in the right spot. Yeah. So he's not leaving it on our, and interesting enough, it's not, it's not a burden on us. Right. The, the only choice we have to make is, well, why don't I just walk with you? Because I'll be, I won't, I'll, I'll have the life of the Spirit. I won't be at enmity. I'm going to be mm-hmm. right in the center of your beautiful blessing. And everything I do is going to please you. Why? Well, because I'm walking with you. Right. In fact, what you're talking about brings to mind a passage that um, God has had me abiding on for the last few days. And I won't go into the whole story of how he got me there, but one of those supernatural where he really just was like, this is something I want you to pay attention to. So it was it was a fun journey to get there. And then he reinforced it in spades, um, even with our group yesterday. But the passage is Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Yeah. And it's come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, 
and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that being yoked to him, that invitation, that's abiding. Yes. That's, you know, that is, you know, if we, he's, he's inviting us to be yoked to him. And that's just a joining of two things. It's staying connected to him. And I love, even as you're talking about, um, you know, that we think we have to come and we have to do it perfectly. And we, and all of these things, if we believe that what he says is true, he says, take my yoke upon me and learn from me. Yeah. Yeah. Learn, learn. So not come do it perfectly perform for me, but come walk with me and learn. And by the way, I'm a gentle and humble teacher, and I'm going to take you through this and I'm going to lead you in the place that I'm leading you will truly give you soul rest. There's no anxiety in right. that. There is no heavy burden in that. Even in the midst of difficult things, there is a place of joy and assurance because you're simply with me yeah. and my power is accomplishing it and I'm teaching you. Yeah. Yeah. And I've gotten something interesting enough. I've gotten something very similar. Um, I was led to uh, this aspect of uh, uh, being troubled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I you know, got led to John uh, 14, uh, 24 to 27, where it says, don't let your heart be troubled, mm-hmm. um, but let me give you peace and shalom uh, through the Holy Spirit. Uh, by the way, not as the world gives do I give it, but I give it to you through my, my spirit. Um, and then I got led to John 20, where he uh, shows up uh, in uh, you know front of the disciples on the resurrection, and mm-hmm. they're and they're hiding out in um, uh, the upper room because they're so afraid. Right. Um, and what he says is shalom, be to you. And then mm-hmm. he says, why are you troubled and doubting? Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, look, he says here. I'm here. Right. I'm here. You can touch me. Mm-hmm. Experience me. Um, and so what I saw in the in that what you what you got as well is, um, I'm going to give you my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just got to learn it. Yeah. And all you have to do is, hey, I'm here. Right. So, so just stay right there, be yoked to him, just stay connected to just him. Just stay connected, just stay connected yeah. and, and be with me. Mm-hmm. And because I love you so much, I can't let you flip it on me. Right. I can't let you say, well, you be with me and you go okay. where I want to go. He says, I can't uh, because I'm, I'm God almighty. Uh, right. And it's my kingdom, not yours. It's, it's I'm mm-hmm. the king. Now, by the way, my, my will is spectacular mm-hmm. and it's going to give you and that's why the covenant is such a critical piece of this is that i'm going to bless you mm-hmm. to make you a blessing and that's why that's why when i talk to people i tell them i guarantee it now i help them understand right. in your mind don't get okay great i want i would like a lot of money or i want a lot of stuff no right um it's the blessing is all of life Mm-hmm. Uh, and the relationships and the freedom and there will be financial freedom um, and there won't be burden. Um, and I can resolve all these issues that you got. Uh, so this guy who's discouraged, mm-hmm. um, well, we'll get in, God will get into it with him. And, okay. Why are you discouraged? Right. Well, because, 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 okay. 
then let me resolve these. And as I resolve them, he start, he'll start to get excited again mm-hmm. about, wow, look at this. Uh, all it took was for me not to be at enmity, <laughs> enmity against God. Because right. I, I thought I was such a good Christian. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, he's actually been working against God. And what happens? You get into discouragement. You get into right. difficulty. You get into things that just don't work. Um, right. And we're missing out on the privilege <laughs> that God says, I can, I can do all this because I'm spiritually superior mm-hmm. to your stuff. It doesn't limit me at all. See, my will is right. for me to give you and guide you into, this, into these uh, places of life. Uh, and uh, again, does and by it, the way, when he does that, he's glorified. He's glorified naturally. That is, that is what comes out of that. Yeah, and why? Why can you say that? Because we've we've seen it, we've uh, witnessed it, been a part of it. I, you know, I see at every turn when he leads and guides, and I simply share from my experience of what he's doing. It can't help but put him on a pedestal and show him off. Yeah, and that, and one that's thing, just what happened. <laughs> and one thing you and I know. Uh, as we've experienced it, uh, it wasn't us. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, and you can't, see, you can't do it. You can't take credit mm-hmm. for it because you understand, experience, see, oh my gosh, look at what God just did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the glory goes to him uh, automatically. Uh, because he says that's part of the fruit. And you know, we've talked about John uh, 15, Kathy uh, said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Well, it continues mm-hmm. and says, if you abide in me mm-hmm. and my words, my rhema, my instruction yes. abides in you, you can ask whatever you wish, which means mm-hmm. you're going to be saying, Father, would you fulfill what you've just spoken? Right. And he said, it'll be done. Mm-hmm. My Father will do it, perform it. By this, you'll bear much fruit. Mm-hmm. Show that you're my disciple walking with me, right. and my father is going to be glorified. Yes, uh, by definition, so that it's a choice that we have to make, and that both things can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, you are part of God's family. Yes, uh, God is never going to leave you nor forsake you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's a position of are you willing to follow him or not? And you wind up, like, like Galatians says, you've severed your relationship with Christ and you're, you've fallen from grace. But the word there is favor. Mm. You've fallen from the ability for God to deliver the covenant to you. Right. Um, why? So again, it's not fallen from salvation. That's fallen from the favor, the ability for him to bring what he's promising because you're stepping outside of his will. In, in when? See, now. See, in the now. Yeah. Um, and so um, it basically says that because of the truth of both of these verses is that in essence you can cut your relationship with Christ and, and remember the, the picture. Mm-hmm. It's abiding in the vine. Yeah. A branch in order to be connected, has to be attached. Right. Um, if you cut it, separate, you're mm-hmm. no longer attached. And that's what he's trying to say. Right. Is it, have you lost your salvation? No. 
but you've you've cut that intimate daily now mm -hmm. activity of the Holy Spirit and Christ living in you, and you've severed it. Why? Because you've detached from the vine. Mm -hmm. um, and then he says, you've fallen from grace. Why? Well, you can't produce fruit. Right. <clears throat> God can't work. The life can't come. So uh, it's, an, it's an interesting truth that uh, ideally we can all get our hands around, that uh, we don't go in a, in a place that doesn't uh, speak truth, and that is everything that happens in my life is God's will because I'm a child mm -hmm. of God. And God says that's not true. Right. Um, you're living in a wicked world. You're living in a place of, of difficulty. Uh, things, things are going to get more difficult. Mm -hmm. And the only way for you to live this beautiful life that I have for you is you're going to have to stay connected. Right. Uh, and if you do, the life of the Spirit is going to be there, not death. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be at enmity against me. You're going to be walking with, with my spectacular delivery of, right. of the right. beautiful things of life. And everything you do is going to please me because it's that simple. What pleases God? Be with him. Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah. co how cool is that? <laughs> I love that. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so as we, uh, you know, conclude our uh, time today, and we'll pick it up again because there's a corollary question that came on uh, that we want to pick up for tomorrow uh, about this whole aspect of surrender mm -hmm. uh, and what does that really look like and how do I demonstrate that basically is the question. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's phrased in an interesting way, but uh, that's really the question. Um, so uh, hopefully we've had a, a great understanding that uh, here's why we can uh, be at enmity against God. Um, but his invitation, which we'll talk about tomorrow, will be, okay, you are at the moment, but why don't you come with me now? I'm right back. How about, yes. how about now? What we call how about now? Um, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. So uh, again, if you have any uh, questions, uh, which we've, we've, we've been getting some great questions and we'd love to answer them, mm -hmm. uh, is um, uh, please send them to us. Uh, put them on the comments section of the YouTube or uh, email us at questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. And we'd love to, as we're doing, uh, these are really well thought out questions because uh, they yeah. really strike home mm -hmm. is I wonder about this. How does this really work? Uh, and so uh, the truth of scripture is so beautiful. It says, well, <laughs> I can tell you the answer. Um, and that's all we're trying to do is help you with uh, your abiding is to get in and and receive it and start to understand it. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And to experience yep. it. Absolutely. So yep. if you have found today um, encouraging, inspirational, insightful, please be a friend and tell a friend. We are enjoying gaining, gaining traction as we go on this journey. A yeah. lot of new people joining us in. Um, it's just been a blessing. Yeah, so really, there's so really much is. great stuff God has ahead. It is beautiful. We're, we'll have uh, another great question tomorrow about this. So um, have a good night and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Have a great day. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.